Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the best of crunch time for Saturday, the 4th of September. And remember, you can catch the boys live every Saturday from midday on SEN. Joel Kane was joined by Brendan Kell and a new member of the Crunch Time crew, Andy Ryan, for Saturday's show. Now, Andy, we need to really um, uh, introduce Andy to our rugby league listeners here, Brendan. I think you would be the man here to interview our man, esteemed actor, Andy Ryan. Yeah, well, Andy's not only a great mate of mine, but uh, a very proud Queenslander. And uh, I've got to know Andy over over last couple of decades you probably know him from the in excess telly movie uh love child tomorrow where the war began um but what i really uh know him as the guy that is um constantly wearing maroon clothing yes um we've never watched the state of origin game together because there's a bit of a boundary between we, us there's yeah. a boundary there because yeah. we want to keep our friendship alive yeah, yeah. um and we've discussed it but yeah. we've never gone through with it yeah. And that's why we're still here. And today we're doing radio together for the first time. And that's probably because we never have watched a State of Origin game. Yeah. But he probably is the most, you know, but as you explain it, that, that everyone's like um, you are in Queensland. Do you want to talk us through your well, passion you, and where yeah, it came you from? Say, you say I'm the most passionate Queenslander that you've ever met. Yeah. Is that fair? But, I'll, I'll say that. But, but it, to me, it's just like that's what you are in yeah. Queensland. Like I'm normal in Queensland. Yes. If anything, I've probably pulled it back a little bit. Have you now? Yeah. So I, I, in Queensland, it's just a different nature of the beast. And I think that's why you're talking about the nature of a premiership winning side. Yeah. When you're an 11 out of 12 year winning side, that's what passion means. Do you know what I mean? We're eight in a row. You don't know what that feels like, Brendan. Do you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Can right. I just ask yeah. one thing? Like why, why, Andy, are you and I in Studio A here and there's heaps of room for another person? And yeah. why are you talking to us via Studio B? Why can't you come into yeah. Studio A with us, Brendan? Well, it's just it's the current times. It's Ebola. It's COVID. Yeah. It's Y2K. It's New South Wales. It's, it's New South Wales and Queensland, isn't yeah. it? And I'm feeling it alive and well. But I don't know if you guys watched this year's series. Um, because New South Wales won the first two games, should have won the third game, really, yep. shouldn't we? Um, but we didn't know. And and next year, geez, how are you feeling about next year? In all seriousness, I'm really confident. I th- I think we've got a great shot. I I think if we can take away some of the biased New South Wales commentary mm. that we always hear, like in the lead up to for, no game one. Everyone said the fix was in and we were yeah. playing mind games. Yes. And we got absolutely slaughtered. And the coach came out and said, no, I wasn't lying. <laughs> we were stuffed. Yeah. And the school board re- represented that. Did somebody have a, a mystery illness again, though? Yeah, no, it wasn't a mystery. It was an actual illness. Yeah, but that's the boy that cried wolf story, Andy. It's like if you're yeah. going to lie about illnesses for two decades, yes. you can't suddenly We've have a real lied. one. No We've one's going to believe lied. you. We've never lied. We just like to bend the truth a little bit. 
um, towards whatever. Only, only que- like you started bringing it on last night with the Melbourne Storm ca- chat, which is the fourth oh. Queensland side. Yeah, right. you started saying that they were going the flop. They don't go the flop. Like we're, they were sponsored by Spinal Ease Pillows here at Sen. <laughs> you should have seventeen purple pillows out there for the Storm side because they lie in a tackle for half. They might as well have a yeah. small nap. <laughs> but and I mean, even Dan Ganane said, "Well, that's got to be close to a six again. That's got to be close to a six again." Yeah. He would have said that a number of times. And he's incredibly biased. Cameron Smith might be gone, right? But the Storm are still continuing with having a, a siesta. Mm. on the opposition player with the ball. Like and then you started questioning that Smith and uh, Grant can't fit under the I've never cap. questioned that. You started questioning it last night. Well, I, I question how they can have so many good players. I question everything with a storm because I immensely dislike them. <laughs> but, it, it, but that's one of the great rivalries in the NRL, you know, is the storm and, and Cronulla. They yeah. hate each other. Yes. And, and even last night, you could see that we ruffle them. And we, we always have, you know what I mean? And we used to get in and agitate them and they didn't like us. Um, and they probably have, you know, won the, won the, the, the kind of arm wrestle more than, than often as they have with everybody. But I thought the Sharks put in a, a good, um, you know, shot at it last night. But it's funny with New South Wales, Queensland, I feel like, because I'm obsessed with the Sharks and I love Origin, whereas I think Queenslanders are more obsessed with Origin, plus they don't mind the Broncos. Okay, you know would, would I mean? you rather see Queensland win the Origin Series or the Broncos make the finals? Oh, Queensland win the Origin yeah. Series. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And even if it, but I'm in the minority. If you gave me the choice between Queensland Origin win and a Broncos Premiership, I'd take the Origin win. Re- still? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, but I, but no, I he's am got in the problems. Mi- I'm, I'm in the minority there. So who's your favourite Bronco of all time? Oh, Alfie Langer. Alfie. Yeah, because he was small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty tiny as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be my favourite. So tell me this. So. For people who don't know this about Andy, and I first met Andy, I think it was on the Gold Coast. It was a National Rugby League. People ask about, does the Rugby League do enough for welfare? And they do more than enough, like way more than any other industry. They, they do so much, and I know that Andy will second this. But, Andy, you have played a, an important part for how long, you reckon, with the NRL, with your theatre sports? Yeah, I think coming on 10 years now. Wow. Yeah, it was a program that originally started with Nigel Vungadar and Andrew Ryan. That's right. Uh, which and that Paul Hepdenstall. Paul Hepdenstall. Tony McFadden, those sort of guys. Yeah, and they uh, and now it's gone on to Dean Hallitow. And, uh, yeah, it's just sort of grown into this thing that we never really expected. But... It was um, it was a theatre sports sort of uh, like the show. Thank God you're here. Yes. And we go into the club, and we thought it would be a lovely smoke screen to to provoke conversation around issues that perhaps the team wouldn't be talking about usually. Yes. Things like your ethical bystander responsibilities, respect for women, drugs, alcohol, gambling, all different types of topics that we we maybe struggle to get a group of men to talk about. Yes. And so we'd walk in, we'd do this scene. It was quite provocative. It was hopefully quite funny. And then all of a sudden there'd be this big discussion and we never really expected that response. And then it sort of grew from there. And um, it's it's I reckon it's probably been my best acting gig oh, mate, I've I, ever mm, had in my whole life. I watched it, Andy, and you yeah. were the main person in, in this particular one I saw. It was a rookie camp. Yeah. And I know you said that... That's um, right, rookie. Yeah, it was a rookie yeah, camp yeah. up on the Gold Coast. Yeah. So all the young kids, 20-year-olds coming mm. through. And, mate, geez, you were good. And, 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 and you took us so much into the moment where you felt like, you know, one bloke had had a few too many, maybe was betting too much, maybe mm. was saying the wrong things to the wrong people. And the consequences that come from that, it, it was massive. And to the point where I've spoken to some business without even really knowing you, Andy, saying, 
you should get these guys in. Mm. It's COVID at the moment, which doesn't make it ideal for that. Uh, but but when the world returns to normal, I, I couldn't um, encourage or endorse what you guys do enough with any business because mm. same rules apply in many ways, don't they? Yeah, they do. They they really do. Thanks for that. I, we should get that Ching thing in again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but Ian Roberts is part of that, isn't Ian he? Ian Roberts is great. And, and he came in late to the show and he... Because there's over 500 men in the NRL, and obviously not really uh, one identifies as LGBTQ or I, and yeah. we wanted to make an effort to make that spa- space a lot more accepting. Yes. And Robbo comes around and does, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it now, but he does this scene about coming out. Yes. And we really act what it was like for him coming out to the rest of the team. Yep. And we put the players through that scenario, and um, so they're they're physically sitting next to him, and he's telling them, he's you know, I've got something to say. Yeah. so they're in the situation. They're in the situation, and yeah. I'm playing someone who's been saying some things around the the squad that are pretty unsavoury, derogatory, pretty derogatory, yeah, yeah, yeah. not only racially but sexually as well, yeah. like in the vilification area. Yeah, and then we put it the pressure on the players to call that out. Because, yeah, right. because the standard you walk past, the standard you set. And also, we're trying to teach the players now, if you don't say anything about it, what you're letting that person know is that behaviour is okay. So now we yeah, require yeah. you to call it out. So you're complicit. You're complicit. Your, yeah. Ethical bystander. If you don't say anything, you're letting them know it's okay. Yep. And, and God, Robbo, Robbo cries every time from pure oh, emotion, wow. from remembering what he went through. And it's this really interesting moment watching the players go th- witness this real raw moment right yeah. in front of them. And um, some of the discussions we've had um, have been absolutely beautiful. Um, just to share, I hope he doesn't mind, but two players that come to mind are Daly Cherry Evans yeah. and um, Toby Rudolph at the Sharkies yep. were just amazing, like stood up and just like, I, I thought Toby was going to deck me one actually. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I thought he was. And, and just um, uh, DCE, I remember he stood up and he said, boys, this is a game of footy. And, and what's more important here is that you all feel safe and you yeah. all feel accepted. And, yeah. and if you don't feel like you can go to any of the admin staff to talk about any of your mental health issues, you can come to me. And there's some other blokes in the room here. Put up your hands now. And they put up their hands. And it was like this big moment. Uh, where, like, Robbo, we just cut the scene and Robbo went and gave DCE a big hug and we moved on. What's the numbers? And what, what, what would be the numbers, right? And, and maybe it's a good thing that we share these numbers. Because I know when I was playing, there may have been 500 people. And in the time I played, uh, I don't know of anyone, and, and I'm sure there was many, you yeah. know, that had come out saying they were they were homosexual, mm. right? Um, so out of 500 players playing, and I'm, I'm sure the number would be very uh, similar to what it was when I was playing to what it is now, it's not zero. No, it's not zero. And statistically, we know it's not zero. Yeah. And I think... One of our goals from doing that scene, especially from Robbo, who can speak more eloquently about it than me, is he just wants to make the safe a bit more invi- space more inviting yeah. to, to, to be yourself because it's all about acceptance and equality, really. Yep. And um, no one should have to hide who they are or their lifestyle. And, um, and yeah, you know, moving forward, maybe, maybe there will be some openly gay players in the NRL that are comfortable and, and, and feel safe enough to be out and open and I might be ignorant, but I feel like they would be very safe. I, like, the way I think about it, I think most people would think about it. And in this day and age, particularly, it's just a non-issue. Like, it's a, like as far as if you're in the sheds with a player who's gay, is a teammate with someone who's gay, playing against someone that's gay. For me, I think that, well, 
I'm taking a stab in the dark that 99% plus would have absolutely zero problem with that. Would you Would you see it that way? Or I, I would agree with that. I, I think, um, especially with when we sort of sit down with corporates and schools about what scenes we want to do, um, especially in the last couple of years, as sit post the plebiscite. Yeah. A lot have been said we don't really need to cover that scene, but it's a good opportunity to maybe sort of focus on other issues. But mm. but the the issue of coming out and um, that sort of stuff isn't an issue at our our corporate or our school anymore because so, some of them have floats in the Mardi Gras yeah. now and uh, yeah. So at the corporate level, yeah. what would be, as many of our listeners would be, you know, have attended these sorts of things, what would be the number one thing the corporates are wanting from you guys? Um, I think res- uh, respect for women yep. around around the workplace is a really big one. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where it gets quite serious and we get into uh, statistics of domestic violence and... Obviously, not all men are capable of domestic violence against women, but all domestic violence against women starts with disrespectful attitudes. Yes. And that might be calling someone a nasty name or a slap here or a touch here. And and we just want to eradicate it because that's where the embryonic stages of domestic mm. violence starts. So that's, and, what you do, yeah, so that's what you're doing now as far as helping out and... But, but what about your acting career? If you're overseas, yeah. right, and uh, somebody who's not as familiar with what you do back here and and you said you wanted to show them one show or one series or what would be the piece of work you're most proud about that you'd say, go and watch this? Oh, well, if I couldn't show them a theatre sports. Yeah, yeah oh, that could, would be it. Yeah, it really would. It yeah. really is, especially with Robbo um, there as well and my best mate, Damo. But um, I'd probably say In Excess. Yeah. The In Excess telly telly movie that we did was um one of my awesome. favorite yeah. yeah yeah welcome back to the best of crunch time and it was footy chat in seg two the melbourne storm winning their minor premiership the penrith panthers hot on their heels heading into the finals and cronulla turning up their opportunity to secure a finals place i know you're a big sharkies fan brendan and the big rivalry between the melbourne storm and hillstorm uh maroon has chimed in here we'll get to that text in a moment as well to talk about the rivalry which is the sharks and the melbourne storm but some achievement, four minor premierships in six seasons. Yeah, and it's, you know, as reluctant as I am, you kind of have to, um, you know, applaud them really, don't you? And oh. someone called them a franchise team the other day and I thought, so I think it was on this show and they said, look, somehow, you know, without me knowing it, I've come to really respect the men in purple because yeah. it's kind of something to watch. And last night, even through gritted teeth, I, I, I did have to admit that they're very good at rugby league and you try to go around them, they put you into touch. You try to go through the middle of them, they beat you up. Yeah. Then they get the ball, and they seem to just rush you yeah. like like a swarm of insects towards ones. Then they're shifting the ball. I know it's happened to Jerome Hughes. He suddenly got a touch of the Thurstons. Yeah. You know, I mean, that kick for Pappenhausen last night, like it's just a beautiful to watch. Pappenhausen, I think it would have been an easier solution for Bellamy if he just had another six out of ten game, and he scored three tries. Yeah. Now what are they going to bloody do? He's just, the, the, the Mohawk was on fire again, you know, was soaring through the defences. So I still do think they've got their, their old tactics, but I'll move on from that. But um, they deserve it. And is, there's been a lot of conversation about whether a minor premiership is a thing. Mm. Um, and, and do you think it was last night? Like, do you think it is something that the NRL kind of reveres enough? Is it, is it you well, know? Well, I don't. It, I think the prize money, and I am... I am um, relying on recollection here, but I, I think the prize money is a hundred thousand to win the minor premiership. Mm. The premiership, I believe, is about five hundred thousand. So for me, it's skew if you know if you've been the best team all year, 
that team should get the 500. If you go on then to win the minor prem, uh, win the premiership in merchandise, in memberships, you get that money anyway for winning the, yeah. the premiership. I think the minor premiership deserves a much bigger ticket. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel like it was a thing last night no. at all when they lifted that shield. Yeah, so what like are they, they doing? They didn't really care. It was raining. Oh, the team cold. had gone. Yeah, yeah. They, it was just... I think Bellamy bit... cared. It looked like Bellamy cared. I think it's something for the coaching team. Like, it feels like it's something for the club. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a good accolade for the club, would you say? Sorry, what did you say? Like it's something more meaningful for the Storm franchise or for the yeah, club. Yeah, I, I just didn't look like they cared. And they, they sort of waited for Penrith to for the result to come in there, didn't they? No, they didn't even need that. They didn't need to, but out of no. respect yeah. they did, which they were just buying time. I, it didn't really look like they cared. No, they had to, they had to score 144 points or something. I mean, please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen that ever. Uh, they still waited. They did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Craig Bellamy, uh, he had to say this about the Monum Premiership. Yeah, that was now main focus tonight. You know, by Sunday, everyone's forgot who won the minor premiership. But, um, you know, it's, it, you know, minor premierships are a lot, a lot premierships, they're hard to win. They are hard to win, you know. So, and, um, you know, we ain't only lost three games this year. And usually if you lose three games, you probably win a minor premiership pretty easy, like um, history shows. But obviously, um, you know, Penrith, have had a great year and um, you know it's gone right down the wire I haven't said that if if they they win by 144 tonight <laughs> so I'll, I'll be a bit dirty if that happens uh, there you go yes. so in retrospect the Eels put a pretty good performance in <laughs> to uh, protect the Storm yes. from that 144 point deficit and yeah. um, that game was a funny one wasn't it because everybody came off the last week and thought oh hang on the Eels are back because yeah. um, they have that incredible front of a season, don't they? Over yeah. the last half a decade, they seem to be the team that you fear the most in the in the first ten rounds, and then they kind of fizzle yeah. a little bit. But um, and it was curious as to why they benched so many of their stars last night when they had a momentum of one yes. win, um, yeah. and they started to look like the Eels from the beginning of the season for one eighty-minute performance, and all of a sudden they got three million dollars on the sideline. It was curious. After the game, Brad Arthur said that team would have beaten half the comp tonight. And they go, well, you're coming fifth. I hope so. Yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't that the idea? You should, you should be. And you should be trying to beat Penrith, shouldn't yeah. you? I mean, Penrith only just got their half back. back. They've had a really dismantled season. And I thought the thing with, with Penrith last night was, you know, Cleary's always going to be good. He's an old head on a young body. He's an amazing player. Toto was on fire. But I thought Luai is back. Yep. And when Luai's back off off the side of Cleary, oof, yeah. that's scary. And I forgot just how lethal they are when they're both playing well together. Mm. And Burton, Burton put in a good shift as well. He got he yeah. turned into a bit of a ball hog. Yeah, yeah, he could have set up a couple of tries. <laughs> and he went, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take this I'll one this. tonight. I'm, yeah, head, yeah. I'm heading to Canterbury. I probably won't see many of these. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. Let's bank them while we can. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, as you mentioned, he was back the pap, which. You know, this is an interesting scenario now for Craig Bellamy because you think back to last year's grand final. Yes, they won the grand final. Nico Hines was on the bench, didn't get on the field. Uh, they rushed home. They've been there before, Panthers. They didn't have Burton last year in their squad. They've had all these players who have now had success at origin level. It's a different proposition. There's no Cameron Smith in your team. So now that Pappenhausen's back, Nico Hines hasn't yet played any football in the centres. So he's had an option for him, maybe not. Where does he play? Here's what Ryan Pappenhausen had to say after the game. Yeah, I feel I feel good, and I think tonight's just 
I sort of said a few weeks ago, I was going to build confidence and it's going to take a little bit of time, but tonight's the game I needed and I'm um, just lucky that it was the game before the finals. And when we hold the footy, um, I can play good footy. So I think that's the key there. And um, in the second half, we completed a lot better, I think, and I was just able to do my thing off the back of that. So, um, yeah, the team builds confidence and I build confidence with that. Yeah, no doubt, boys. He'll be the number one next week in finals, won't he? For the Melbourne Storm. So, yeah. Great problems to have also. And there's, there's chat of making, because there's some question marks around Cameron Munster mm. for next week. Yeah, and the Fox, I believe, too. That's right. Is it a knee, mate? What a knee, it? yeah. They're saying maybe an affection around the knee. And uh, everyone wow. was calling mind games. Yeah. Queenslanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Queenslanders. Mind games. Off. But uh, turns out, no. Who would have thought they were telling the truth? Yeah. And, uh, but you just slip Nico Hines in anywhere. That's, that's great problems to have. I mm. think you get Finuc and you get Hines, you put them in cotton wool and you send them to Northies <laughs> right now. Yeah. And, you know, we'll take them early in the season. Just protect them. You don't need them. You don't need them. You know them. what I mean? He could even lend a couple of players to Parramatta yeah. if he wanted to for the rest of the season. But um, can they fit those players in? Would, would he have to actually bench a player? Well, well, like one of the best players in the league? Is it is it a chance that the Storm might actually have to put a Hines of sorts out of the 17? It, it, that is possible. It, yeah. it is very, very possible. With the likes of Kamakamitha back in the side and Nelson, uh, it is very, very possible. Now that Brandon Smith and Harry Grant can cover so much, oh. like you, you're purely going to be picking Nico because he's been playing such bloody good football. Oh. Yeah. But you don't actually wouldn't be picking him on what you need for your team. Yeah. So I, I'm fascinated by how this plays out. Just on the um, Storm too, just to mop up what you've been doing with the National Rugby League, Andy. Yeah. My brother, and I forgot about this, he for many years would do the finance talks. He's got a background in financial planning. Right. And having played at the Sharks, he would go and do the finance talks. And his career basically ended with a brutal uh, leg injury. But he said when he went around to the clubs, there was such a um, correlation. And this was just finance talks between how invested the players were and the club were in wanting to have him there. So he said he'd go to the Melbourne Storm and the amount of questions he was followed up by players in that group and how hard the, the coaching staff and management pushed their players to go to, the, to where some of the other clubs who were so rat's ass about it, he said it just shows you the level of professionalism about those clubs. Yeah. So the Melbourne Storm winning on the field, win, 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 win. But even for things like finance and getting your life in order off the field, mm. they were also leading the way in that, where some of the other clubs who weren't performing on the field, they were also rat's ass when it came to investing in their players with things like what you're trying to do. Yeah. Have you noticed that at all? With There was a massive correlation between the mm. attentiveness and the participation from all the cl clubs and yeah. where they sat on the ladder. Yes. So Manly, Storm, uh, Roosters, yep. you'd always find were amazing yep. and then would come over, shake your hand, thank you, stick, stick around mm. for a chat and really get something out of the session. Yep. And some of the other teams that necessarily weren't going so well, yeah, didn't have the best participation. And it goes to show in any business, uh, recruiting the right people into your club yeah. is, is so key. Absolutely well, I witnessed key. the one he did with the Roosters and it was just, it's, it's just such a kind of amazing image to see these enormous brutes of yeah. men that you see just savage people on the field, like Warrior Hargraves. Yeah. He was the one going, guys, listen to this. This is really important. And yeah, coming wow. up after and go, that blew me away, guys. And, you know, please come back soon. And, you know, making sure everyone was listening. And it's like, it's Jerry Warrior Hargraves. Yeah. He tries to kill people on yeah. the field. Yeah. Big-hearted guy. He was just so touched by the whole thing and making sure every guy there 
um, you know, was hearing it. You yeah. know, and it's like that's just great, isn't it? Yeah, it's excellent. You don't see enough of that because we we hear about Mad Mondays. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, and we don't hear about this other side. Is where we go pretty hard. We go, we don't go easy on ourselves in this way. I don't know if that's the right sentence, but you know, we don't kind of because it's a humble working class game. Yeah. We're not one to go. Look at this beautiful work we've done. Where you imagine if it's an American game, it's like we are. Yeah, um, you know, look at what we're doing. Yeah, so it's it's to a the, shame that. To your point, at some of the clubs, like I, don't, I reckon, if I didn't have some of those leadership players on side, like yeah. you talk about Jared, yes. like Boyd, yes. Boyd yeah, Cordner was, was best friend. Yep. Like yeah. if I didn't have him on side, I'm not sure I would have won the crowd. That's you know? right. Um, yeah. Cam Smith, DCE uh, over the years. Andrew and, Fafita, I remember you saying. Andrew <laughs> Fafita, and that was that was a shame. I was disappointed because what happened? Uh, well, I wanted to hate him. <laughs> oh, right. He won- because I hate him on the field. Yeah. And right from the start to the end, he was the nicest bloke ever. Yeah. And, and, and got them all in line, made sure they listened, did a big thank you speech that was meaningful, not just like something the headmaster made yeah. him say. Yeah. And I was, oh God, I was, I was bitterly disappointed. Welcome back to the best of crunch time. We're lucky enough to have Gold Coast Titans prop Jared Wallace join us on the show for a quick chat ahead of the Titans big game on Sunday against the Warriors. I'll tell you what, I wonder if he's got the calculator in hand right now. The great man Jared Wallace is on the line. G'day, Jared. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? So uh, I have got the the details here, but before going into it, you'd probably just be able to tell me, do you need to win by 11 or do you need to win by 12 or more? What's the state of play? No, I think it's eleven points to be like, even with them, isn't it? So yeah. we'd have to win by twelve to be yeah to, to get clear through. Right. Um, I'm not sure what would happen if we actually drew on four and against and drew on points. Ah, uh, there you go. So I so think it's, um, I think the Sharks and the Titans meet at Rockhampton, mm. and it's uh and it's we have five a field goal off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you suggesting we'll just, there, we'll, just, we'll put we'll put in three kickers. We'll yeah. go forty out. We'll just whoever gets the most. Well, like a uh, penalty shootout in soccer. We'll just go, whoever gets your best and you're in the finals. Well, what about a more SAS style where there's a, you know, there's a bunch of challenges with sandbags, guys shooting at you, then you got to swim, climb over a bridge, monkey bars. Like, what, what about that kind of a extreme challenge, Jared? Oh, mate, I'm all for that. The only yeah. thing is, then all the forward, all the forwards in both sides would have to do all the challenges because you wouldn't want to put the little wincy backs in there. You know, <laughs> like anything does, so. Exactly <laughs> right. Man, you've had to say goodbye solid. to one of my favourite players, the Don. How's uh, that going? Yeah. Yeah, look, it's been hard. Um, you know, the last few weeks after he, you know, obviously announced his retirement that he was leaving us, um, it has been hard. But he's been fantastic. You know, he's been in every day. He's been so... Happy and you know, chirpy, and he's been getting everyone ready. You know, we had a good session again this morning, and we all wore our uh, you know retirement Don shirts for our training, and uh, it's been awesome. You know, he's been such a great you know player throughout the whole NRL, you know, on and off the field, and um, you know the leading try scorer in the you know in the history of the Titans club as well. So he'll be you know, he'll be very missed, but you know it's an exciting time for him too. He obviously has yeah. got a few things coming up for him and his family now, and um, look. I reckon it'd be a real positive. Uh, no more preseasons. Uh, uh, it would be a good yeah, thing. But no, he's been fantastic, too, isn't it? Yeah, he's, a, he's really yeah. one of the good guys of rugby league, isn't he? It's yeah. great seeing him in open space. And I've just got one more question for you: If the Titans are up ten with uh, yep. seventeen seconds to go, and you get the ball just behind the forty metre line, will you be going for that yep. two point field goal? I'm just putting it out there. I did hit one today. I was practicing hey! just in case I was yes. in that exact, exact scenario. And I was 43 out and I nailed it. So 
So I'm just Two putting pointer. the confidence in you. Yep, and, and all the fans out there, if we need to, I'm, I'll put my hand up and step up to the plate and I'll slot one from 40 out, no worries. Well, uh, Alan Wilson, a former New South Wales player, he's suggesting a crossbar challenge would have been a good way to decide oh, that's things. That's nice. Uh, that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but, well, I'll tell you what, I've done the sums here. And uh, so what it is, yep. for and against is the number one thing. Now, clearly, if you both end, yep. on, end up on 11, we now go to Part B. Part B is percentage-based. And I can tell you yep. this without getting into the numbers. I think it's more than yep. likely if you guys win by 11, uh, you're through. Yep. You're through. It'll favour you winning by 11. It'll favour the Sharks. Okay. Yep. So if you win by 11. And, and I wonder whether psychologically, and, and Brooksy, our producer here, no looksy Brooksy, and he suggested this. I quite like this. Do you go out there in the first set of six, get rid of that one point, right, and get yourself on yep. the level terms, you're then chasing 10. What do you think about that, boys? Which, well, which, which halfbacks have you got playing today, Jared? Well, we'll have Jamal as our, as our seven and Peach as our six. So would you get them, would you swing them the ball and go, let's get the one and then play for a 10-point victory? <laughs> but in saying that too, like that's just two converted tries and there's our 12. Yeah. You know, so look, and the thing is, if we just focus on us and we focus on our football, we get our D right, our D principles, yeah. and we can score points anywhere on the field. Yeah, you know, it could be anything. So, yes. you know, obviously we're, we are not underestimating the Warriors. You know, it's the last game. Sounds like you are. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, if it's that easy to score two it. tries, why are you fighting? to get in the eight, Jack. Come on, he's got a dog in this fight. He's he's a big Sharks man, by the way. I'm going quiet over here. But you have shown typical uh, qualities of front rower where scant regard for the kicker, right? So if you go out and kick the field goal early, then perhaps Jamal's only got to kick one from two. But then you just come out and say, oh, don't worry about the field goal. He's got to get two converted tries. Yeah. Well, well, that's true. You look at all, you know, look at um, you know Uncle Wayne Bennett. You know, it's, no matter where you are on the field, if you take, get those chances to take the two points, you take those two points. So you know, it's going to be one of those games, I suppose. But try not to think about only two tries. But I suppose there could be, there will be times in the game that we go, okay, well, you know, we need to settle it down here, and we'll take the two points, or no, we're going to go for a try. So. Yeah, obviously there'll be um, you know some pretty big decisions tomorrow. Hopefully we just beat them by forty, and there's no decisions at all to make. We just win, and we win comfortably. So, Jared, you've the got goal. the Jared. It's Andy here, by the way. How are you, mate? Hello, legend. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, brother. Uh, mate, you've got the weight of Queensland on your shoulders yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. You've got to do us proud. <laughs> Ex-Origin exactly. player. I'm backing you all the way. And a meat pie. Scored a couple this year. How many? How many meat pies have you got this year? Mate, I'm not really sure. I haven't oh, kept too, too much count, count, but just six. six. <laughs> yeah, not really sure. Six. Six, six. No, yeah. just six. Yeah. yeah. Too, too many. No, it is, mate. Obviously, we'd love to be the you know a Queensland side in the finals, and um, yeah, obviously you get to represent Queensland and, and the Gold Coast. Like, it, it was crazy to hear this morning. You know, Donny's been playing for ten years, wow. and he's been in one final situation. And he was actually injured and he missed out. So, uh-huh. like, these opportunities don't come along very often. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there's going to be guys that may never play finals, you know, throughout their whole career. And, you know, we need to take these opportunities. You know, it's been a, it's been a while since I've played finals, since I left the Bronx. So, you know, we need to make sure we're, uh, um, we're ready to go. And, and we just play our best football. Don't worry about anything else. Play our best football, and I think that'll be enough. Hey, Jared, take us into the inner sanctum and maybe the – uh, you know, the WhatsApp group and the tense, the anxiety, those sorts of things. When you're watching the game uh, with Melbourne taking on the Sharks, you've never been a bigger Storm yeah. supporter in your life. Uh, Connor, <laughs> Connor, Connor Tracy scores a late try. Every point, like you're death riding every goal kick. What was it like Absolutely. watching that game? 
Mate, it was it was intense, both games. I watched every minute of the game. I actually did a radio interview midway through the game last night, and the boys said they could hear it physically in my chat that I wasn't really, you know, taking uh, taking notice of them because I was too busy watching Pappenhausen score his third try. <laughs> so it, it was. It was very intense, and the, the WhatsApp was absolutely buzzing at the end, even today at training, you know, the the, uh, the the feel around the club. There was a real spring in our step. You know, we, we get that opportunity to, you know, put it in our control now we've had two results that wasn't in our control go our way and now it's in our control and we just play footy and you know get to do what we love and hopefully play finals next week and that's the that's the plan well mate um you know i mean this sincerely good luck uh no we're i think the, the titans and the sharks are probably where they should be i think we we probably had really similar seasons and um, yep. There's probably three wins that you guys can see you should have gotten, three or four that, you know, same with us. Um, yep. But I just want to say, watch out for that that boy with the beautiful eyes, Reese Walsh. He's very elusive. <laughs> he loves playing rugby league. You know, you don't yeah, second guess him. Um, Fafita, <laughs> David Fafita, enormous man, yep. skillful player. How do you inject yeah. him more into your game today? Yeah, obviously, like, you know, the more times the ball gets in Davey's hands, the better for us. But, you know, obviously, we've got to be smarter. There's probably been times over the last few weeks where we've given him the ball and just said, yeah, do your best, Davey, and it hasn't been real smart. But, you know, obviously, we come off the bench like he has been the last few weeks and being that real aggressive punch on that edge. And, um, you know, we've seen it be, you know, damaging time and time again. So, fingers crossed that happens for us again tomorrow. And, you know, like he's... He's looking fit and, and raring to go for, for finals. He was super excited to, to, to play um, you know, to tomorrow. So we just need to get the ball in his hands as much as we can. So, Mate, just speaking of that, Jolly was touching on it before. Uh, what's the vibe been like up in Queensland there with so much more football, especially at Seabus yeah. Super Stadium there? Yeah. Mate, it's been unreal, actually. It's been unreal. Like, even, uh, you know, even obviously being our home field, you know, you would think, um, you know, the crowds wouldn't be, you know, as big week in, week out, having, you know, opposite teams playing against each other. But the crowds have been fantastic. You know, the, the, the fans and, you know, Queenslanders just love football. It doesn't yeah. matter where it is, but, you know, you play at Suncorp, you play at Seabus, you play in Townsville, or even, you know, you see the turnout in Redcliffe. Yeah, Man, yeah. they just love it. They love turning up. They love watching the footy. So it's been absolutely fantastic. And it's been so good that we've got the full year out. And um, yeah, with no lockdowns or shutdowns, so it's been uh, it's been really good. I'm just looking at the hubs here. Uh, you'll be pleased with this, Jared, because uh, the Warriors are not staying in the same hub as the Sharks. You can imagine Josh Hannay turning up for the team meeting. <laughs> right, oh boys, this is how we beat the Titans. Right, <laughs> so he's not going to have any say in that. But uh, mate, it's a massive, massive uh, game. Just on Anthony Don, what a career! He will retire uh, with the most ever tries as a Gold Coast Titan. I imagine yeah. now that he, he probably, I mean, you can't give the team away, but I imagine now that uh, with, with you guys being in the mix, it probably doesn't help Anthony getting a start. And if that's not the, to be the case, uh, Jared, what a career that he's had. Yeah, he's been fantastic. You know, ever since I seen, you know, I got here in 2017, he's always been, you know, one of those guys you just loved playing with and, you know, loved watching, you know, some of the finishes on his tries have just been you know, unbelievable. And I actually asked him during the week, you know, what was his favourite try? And it wasn't even one of those crazy, you know, dived up in the air, backflipped over the fullback and landed on his feet and put the ball down. It was it was one where he kind of in and away and burnt, you know, Anthony Minicello. 
You know, that's the type of bloke he was. It was just that he got to burn one of his idols that he grew watching, you know, watching football. It was, you know, and it was just, he's just a really down-to-earth, humble guy. And um, he will be missed, but obviously he'll be still around the club as much as he can, um, you know, with the juniors and, um, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, probably come down and heckle us when we're running pre-season laps and laughing and with a, with a beer in his hand probably, but... No, it'll be uh, it'll be really good to still get him down there, but he will be missed. Hey, Jared, I've got to get out of trouble. Hopefully, you don't need this. Hopefully, you don't need this. And, yeah. and Brendan told me not to share this with you. Oh yeah. But if there's th- <laughs> if there's thirty seconds to go and you lead by six and you need a converted yeah. try in thirty seconds, you've got the kick yeah. reception right. This is what you do. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you send the half back up towards the twenty meter line off the kick reception. The full backs up. Yeah. The wingers up yep. and just latch onto the twenty forty. You get yourself straight down there. Twenty forty. The twenty forty off, off the kickoff. Off the kickoff. I know. 2040. Has there been one? Has there been one this year? I no. haven't seen a no, twenty forty. There's been forty twenties. No. Yeah, I'm liking that, Joel. I reckon that's going to confuse all of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm worried here. I feel complicit. <laughs> no, I feel like so... we've gotten in Jared's head. <laughs> yeah. Thirty minutes to go. He's going to be like rain. Thirty seconds to go. Just don't get rain man. Don't get caught staring into Reese Walsh's eyes, mate. That's all I'm saying. Those beautiful eyes. So not only am I kicking a twenty forty, I'm yeah. kicking a field goal from forty. Yes, and I'm going to win the game. I'm yes. going to win the game. And try not so to not look at Reese Walsh. No. Nah, so what? What I would do just yeah, so we don't, don't confuse people yeah. is that you say yeah. to confuse him, Jamal. You say, mate, mate I'll catch the kickoff, right? Because I want to, yeah, and you pretend yeah. you're going to take it straight up. But what you actually do is yeah. you waltz up to the twenty meter line, and then you just latch onto the biggest kick of your life because winger yeah. and fullbacks are up. You get the twenty forty, the first in history forever. You'll be known in trivia questions for being the person who did the one and only stupid twenty forty, and then your team goes on to win the game. Superstar on Cabell look, Avenue you, in Saturday night. Exactly, I'll be shaking hands and kissing babies down Cabell. That's for sure. But it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard because no. I think it was twenty seventeen Ipswich Jets. Benny Hennett come off the kickoff, chip and chased, and regathered. Because you know what the Walker boys football yeah. was like. Yeah. It was, you know, anything like that. So Benny Hennett did the same thing and it worked for him. Yep. So maybe it maybe it could happen. It could it's happen. So That's the craziest yeah. thing I've heard. No Is further he... questions, Your Honor. <laughs> Jumped out of a helicopter this week, Benny Hennett. Did he? Yeah. The polar yeah. bear. Yeah, yeah. Jared, don't listen to him. They're just trying to confuse you. Just play your best footy. Been playing some of the best footy I've seen all yeah, year. You have from actually. Jared. I was surprised that he actually didn't get an origin jersey. Disappointed one might nah. even say. Yes. Yeah. I'm still waiting for one, but that's all right. Yeah. Mate, uh, you don't get to play too many finals. Destiny is in your own hands. So uh, go and get it done. Go and get it done, mate, and uh, nah. take the Titans to the finals. No, I appreciate it, boys. Uh, it should be good. You know, I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully next week we're talking again going into the, the finals week one. So it'll be good. Yeah, Thanks, you boys. could be on your way to taking on the Roosters. Perhaps that's the way it's shaping up. But anyway, Jared Wallace, he's been great all year. And he often scores after he comes on this program. So uh, wishing the big fella all the best uh, tomorrow. Welcome back to the best of crunch time. And to finish the show, it was only right that we crossed over to Yvonne Cow for her thoughts on the remaining games in round 25. Good afternoon. How are you, Joel? I'm more concerned for your welfare, actually. You've got a nervous 24 hours in front of you. Indeed, indeed. Um, That 11, 12 points are integral to our success, definitely. Um, Even though we didn't want to come in the back door, as Hannah said. Yes. (laughs) We're still there and to go. (laughs) That that Connor Tracy try might be uh, very, very helpful come Sunday, that late try. Uh, yeah, and, and also good hands. Um, 
Where have I written good hands? Um, Will Kennedy? <laughs> <laughs> Metcalf? Oh, Will Kennedy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, he's um, silky, isn't he, Mum? Yeah, he's terrific. And Aaron Woods and um, Ru- Ro- Toby Rudolph had wonderful defence in the week before and in last week's game till he went off. But um, I-, I was listening to a podcast by Martin Flanagan on sport. And he said, football is now showing skill and grace. And I think with all these short, particular kicks near the goal line and the run up the side, I think the game is adapting really well to change and it's certainly showing skill and grace. Oh, well said, yeah. Bonnie. Well said. Yeah, um, that's, I think that's been the theme of today's uh, crunch time, hasn't yeah. it? About yeah. adaptability yeah. in the game. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you have a uh, contender to take out the competition, Mum? Have you got a hunch? Have you got an instinct um, for a oh, front runner? Oh, I like runner? Nathan Cleary. Yeah. You like Nathan Can Cleary? With Nathan or without Cleary? the moustache, do you prefer him? Without. Mm. <laughs> why, why is that? Why specifically without? Well, he's got curly hair that he's mm. sort of shaved at the side and it's... it's um, I don't think he, I think it's for an older man. I okay. just don't think he needs it. That's a good yeah. point. Well, Vonnie, uh, Andy, Andy and Brendan both here are a little bit undecided. You guys are sort of halfway down the pitch with your mo. You both got you're not you haven't not got a mo, but you haven't actually got a mo. Yeah, I know. We just we've just got disregard for our aesthetic, yeah. <laughs> you know, in general. So mine's grown out to that after. Would I be after five? You you might be after eight. Yeah, Shadow. I think I am. Uh, I've got to go on television tomorrow, so I might have to sharpen things up. Right. Um, I'm going on the Matty John show tomorrow purely because they said they give me a haircut. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I'm going to do some talking after it, but yeah. I'll do anything to get a haircut. It's yeah. like, we're, you know, go. I'll, I'll go on the prices right to get a massage. It's like, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's exciting um, for me. Mum, do you think the Titans or do you think the Sharks, will we make the eight? Do we deserve to make the eight, Vonnie Nurse of the Year? Oh, well, that's questionable, mm. um, but I hope so. I hope we get there. But it's, uh, they'll certainly be working at getting more than 11 points early in the game. Can't blame them. be terrific for them. Von, but, no, I hope the Sharks. I think the Sharks are gritty. I think they're underrated. Right. They certainly look relaxed. And the, 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 um, you were saying the commentary team don't give them enough credit, Mum. Mm. No, the week before the Channel 9 game was at the Broncos. It was all Broncos the whole way through. They hardly mentioned the Sharks at all. There's nothing wrong with that, though, Von. I mean, you know, it was played up in Brisbane. Yeah. (laughs) But they weren't from Queensland, were they? They were New South Wales commentators. But um, I just think keep it fair. I know we're sort of um, scratchy sometimes, but we're we're still in there and try hard, and they're very good at defence. So... um, Let's hope they get there. They're a long shot, definitely. Hey, good luck, Vonnie. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds, so I want you to complete this sentence. If you ran into a stranger who had never seen the work of your son, Brendan, and you said, you uh, must watch my son in... Pause. Um, oh, what's the one where he was out in the caravan at night? What was the name <laughs> oh, of the noise. Oh, noise. 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 Yeah, cop. One. Yeah, Australian, Australian feature film called Noise, directed by Matt Savile, yeah. um, about a policeman with tinnitus. Have a look at it's it. Amazing it's, film. It's it my is an amazing film. film. So, so, so how that finished. Thank you very much, Vonnie. We'll chat to you soon.
Bye-bye. Go Sharks. So how that finish was, you must watch my son in, what's that one with the caravan? (laughs) That's it for the best of crunch time this week. Remember, you can catch the boys live from midday every Saturday on SEN. We'll see you next time. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91